Welcome to Death Readers. I'm Doug. I'm Rob. This is episode 53 of Death Readers. We have moved into the second third of the 50s. No, it's still the first third of the 50s. The first trimester of the 50s. Yeah. Is where we so are. So technically, we're not supposed to talk about it yet. Yeah, we really shouldn't tell anyone. <laughs> Luckily, no one knows about our podcast, so I think we're safe. We've just got to make sure that in the next six episodes, we're world famous. <laughs> Everyone, oh, look out! Ooh, we could have a we could have a podcast reveal party where people are like, "What is it in the box?" and we're like, "It's a podcast," and they're like, "Oh, that's disappointing." <laughs> couldn't have been something better than that. Could couldn't have just been like a a a pink balloon or something. <laughs> like, I would have rather a pink balloon than a. 60 episode podcast i'm not gonna listen to <laughs> you know at a certain point i imagine people are gonna be like 60 episodes i'm i don't want to listen to that the, there hey, were only we are seven tearing books. this book apart piece by piece on a molecular level we're breaking it down yeah, we're splitting we're the hairy atom we're splicing it yeah well um, if this is the first time you've listened to this podcast, this is the podcast where we read through the uh, Harry Potter book series. We are on book six, Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince. Um, this is my first time reading through the books. I have never read them, and that's sort of the uh, impetus of the podcast. I think I'm using that word right. Oh, I think uh, so. Where we uh, sort of just like we're talking about it and talking about how I'd never read them and how I, a long time I just waited for the movies to come out and that was a thing that like I, I wanted to see if the movies were I hated hearing about how people would always say like oh books are better than the movie and I was like fuck you I'm just gonna watch the movies then um, well, you were wrong you know, weren't you well not no because no. I have positive I have positive memories about the about the movies and they only took like two hours each <laughs> like you could watch them all in two days comfortably sure and be done they didn't have a year and a half as much they not more more sure they didn't have like as much slavery in them um and other awful shit so yeah i mean i i I, i'm still trying to be optimistic that maybe at the end of all of this i'll feel like the experience is more complete but so far i feel like it's bloated Mm mm-hmm um, I feel like it's unnecessary. Formulaic at times. It's it's formulaic. It's uh, it's rote. Um, it has its own. It has its intricacies and its its uh, cleverness and its fun stuff that also happens. It's it's well plotted moments, but so much of it is just chaff, as I've said before. But which kind of brings us to these chapters uh, <laughs> that were, in my opinion, uh, bad. What? Um, the- <laughs> Yeah, this, I'm actually this surprised, was... but I thought you would at least like the uh, secret riddle. I like the 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 first one was okay, but it was so the movie did it so literally that I had no surprises. That's mostly true. But anyway, we can we can if we if we're ready, unless we have housekeeping. I think I summarized what our or summarized what our podcast is about. And if you're starting at 53, I mean, you're going to have to just bear with us because you were Listen. the one, you were the lazy one. We're not going to explain. We're not going to spoon feed you Harry Potter. If you're starting at episode 53 of Death Readers, you should go back and bear with us through the first season because it is also not good. Um, (laughs) And if you have stuck through listening to through episode 53, as I've said many times, as we get uh, longer and longer in our tooths, 
thank you. It, uh, uh, you, you've earned it. If there was a merit badge for listening to this podcast, if you've listened all the way through to this episode, you've earned it. You've earned your 53rd badge. Yeah, that's the badge you get. The badge 53. Well, anyway, so that should bring us to, uh, chapter 13 in Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince. The Secret Riddle. The Secret Riddle. Uh, my first page note, because in this podcast, how we go through these books, how we analyze them is going through uh, our pages. We read the chapters and we take notes and we address them in uh, chronological order. So my first page note for chapter 13 is uh, 265. Oh, my God. There's so much to talk about before that. You just tell me when you're not when you're when you're after 265. Go for it. 258. Harry really seems like he's trolling Ron and Hermione. Which part? I'm glad you asked. It's my job to ask. Katie been removed to St. Mungo's for magical maladies. Uh, the rumors have been all over school that she had been cursed. Nobody really knew other than Harry, Ron, Hermione, and Leanne. Oh, and Malfoy knows, of course, said Harry to Ron and Hermione. Oh, that. Just trying to really rub it in that he still thinks this. And, oh, by the way, it just... it It feels... It feels more like being a troll. Like, ah, it's going to bug you than sticking to his guns. Because they know that he thinks that. Yeah, I guess, like, if you're a person who has a staunch belief hmm. that no one else is backing you up on, you feel like the only, you're the only one who sees it, mm-hmm. Um, it's lonely. It's a lonely feeling. It's hard to feel like you... Uh, you know, if you're that, like, if you will, if you're that devout, I'm that's, I mean, that's where I'm coming. That's, that, that's going to be right. my answer to you. What it, you're saying is it, it's kind of, it's, yeah, it's kind of hard to not try to convert people <sighs> okay. because you know, you're right and you're lonely and what, and, and if you're both those things, you really want people to understand that you're correct for their own good, not even just for like, the vanity of it would just be like, no, like we're all being slowed down because you guys don't think that Draco is a death eater or like we're all slowed down because you guys won't agree that there's really no reason to treat people of different races differently. Like, like our society is worse because you guys won't let go right. of that kind of stupid shit. If you would only let it, let go of it, we could all do like we could move on and get shit done. Right. So like, I empathize with that. Like, like it's a thing where I, you know, maybe you don't do this, but sometimes I find myself at like Thanksgiving dinners where I have to say, the earth is round. (laughs) (laughs) I, I, I fortunately have not found myself at any of those dinners. I have recently scrolled through a Facebook page where a close relative was referring to Michelle Obama as a slug. Um, and not not like a student that Professor Slugworth would take great interest in and want to add to his collection. I would, oh, how I would like that, but no. No, Damn. that's, no. That's not it. So I do understand that. Where were we? Devout? I, I guess yeah. my only argument could be that aren't a lot of the devout reaffirmed and welcomed every Sunday or even more often, so they're not lonely? No, but they're constantly trying to convert though. They they feel lon- they're 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 only they're not lonely when it comes to people they agree with, but in order for them to cuz they 
a lot of these times, these people, they're not satisfied with like self, uh, realization or actualization. They need external like confirmation. Okay. Okay. Or like affirmation from other people to say, Oh my God, you're so right. I like this. And then that like spreads. Okay. you, You get when you're part, it's the, it's the urge to be part of a group that all agrees on this one thing. Um, and Harry is not used to not having that from these two characters. Okay. See, that does make a lot of sense. I am so smart. I am so smart. S M R T. I am so smart. Um, sorry. Go ahead. You got more notes. I'm just going to drink my water quite loud. 261. We watched Mr. Uh, Borgen or Mr. Burke, uh, be a total asset to Marope. And swindle her out of her uh, family heirloom. We did see that. Uh, it was a he. They didn't it's go into referenced. the referenced. They didn't go to the memory, but they watched it. He like brought it up, Star Wars oh. hologram style from the Pensieve, and they watched the guy. Oh, talk. I forgot about that. Yeah, I forgot that that's what was happening. Um. Well, he just he talked about how people always come in with, you know, the, this is Slytherin's <clears throat> this thing or Merlin's teapot, right. and right. I thought that was a reference to the sword and the stone. Thoughts, comments. Merlin's teapot. I don't remember Merlin's teapot from Sword and Stone. He had the enchanted tea set that it doesn't matter. Apparently, you're just not as well versed in magical lore as I am. Well, I mean, I, I mean, I remember Archimedes. Do you remember the little the little sugar bowl named when? And you had to say when. And if you didn't say when, he would keep filling your tea with sugar. Well, I remember it now that you've said it. Okay. And you had to say, uh, like, dash it all when. I should watch that movie again. That's yeah, a good movie. Um, is it on Disney Plus? Uh, I don't know, but I could check. Disney Plus, your source for all the greatest entertainment of today, tomorrow, and yesterday. Yeah. And I, I hope, give us money, Disney. <laughs> <laughs> and in only eight days, they're going to fix The Simpsons. They're going to fix The Simpsons. They're going to the remove Apu completely. No. That's 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 not how they're gonna fix the Simpsons. That's no, <clears throat> no. They're gonna make the other fix to the Simpsons. What's the other fix? Uh, they had been broadcast uh, in widescreen, and the first fourteen seasons oh, are they've been, yep. they've been spread out. They've been <laughs> they've been zoomed. How could how could you make that mistake? Missing missing. Well, because the Fox Network had done that originally, and Disney just ported that content over. So, so what's your next note? That's actually that's actually that's uh, two sixty six is my next one. Hey, I'm up now. Yeah. Um. You get stuck. Two sixty five. Two sixty five. Uh, did did Dumbledore just mind control a woman to gain possession of a child? Ah, uh, yeah. Is that kidnapping? Only you can't answer the legal that sense. Now. Okay, so well, does it seem like Dumbledore may have? employed the same tactics that you would see a uh, stereotypical child predator employ to get a kid to, to bend to their will. I never finished the book, but now that you've said it, it does call to mind Humbert Humbert's manipulation of Lolita's mom. So I can't disagree with you. I think it's like one of those things where like, it's like one of those complex social things mm-hmm. where like we as a society say things like murder is bad. Don't murder. But then we also say 
if you'd like to murder on our behalf, you can have free health care by joining the military. Oh, I got it. So, that's not murder, though. I mean, yes, it's killing other people. Oftentimes, we'll be killing other people for reasons that we self-justify, much like a murderer would. <laughs> but the, the difference is we have the authority to kill who we want dead, as opposed to those filthy murderers. And I kind of feel like Dumbledore is using that same sort of like logic of like, listen, I have power. So that gives me the agency to do nefarious things for the greater good. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, and yes, I get to decide what the greater good is. Mm-hmm. And if I have to essentially do the same things to a, to a young boy that a child predator would do to a young boy, I'll do them. We've been skirting this the whole series, and it will come out in the next book that Dumbledore is staunchly opposed to that attitude while having that attitude. Which well, attitude? I mean, it won't. Uh, uh, um, the magic makes right attitude. Oh, yes. I mean, he used to be for it. Now he's against it. Says he's against it, but still does it. Or could we could argue that he's still well, using that attitude? Like a, this is like a fifty-year-old memory. He, maybe he's maybe that's when he changed. It was within the last fifty years. I, I would argue. We've argued though. That's what I'm saying. We've argued that older Dumbledore in the last seven books, six whatever, mm. uh, still acts like this. Mm-hmm. Muggle rights. Uh, it, it's basically all, all people are equal, but some wizards are more equal than muggles. Yes, yes. That's um, two. That's two seminal literary references I've made. I'm so smart. Yep, you're, you're seminal. Um, my next note is is page two seventy two. Two sixty six. Voldemort's a Capricorn, the noblest of the star signs. Are you sure about that? Didn't they say she had him on New Year's? Well, they didn't they change like some of the the, the zodiological signs like in the last couple of years or they added another one? No, no, no. That was science again saying uh, if you're going to adhere to the star signs, you should change them and you should add another one. These are all where the where the planets that you're relying on are are now and why what you're saying is bullshit. And everyone went, we don't care. We like the bullshit. Yeah. So back to Voldemort, Capricorn. What up? So what you're saying is this note was arbitrary bullshit because it like the star signs means fucking nothing. Yeah. Such a Leo. <laughs> 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 268 is my next step. Go for it. Uh what happened in the cave? Oh, um I, I imagined it's, that it, it's one of those things that just captures the imagination in a way you don't necessarily want it to and it just I I always have a hard time letting it go cuz it bothers me. I, I imagine he tortured them like in some sort of physical way. Some like sort I of nascent he... crucio kind of thing. Yes, I imagine it was something like that where like he either forced them to do something or hurt them like somehow. Um, I I mean it, it's not like Stephen King where it's definitely molestation. Oh no it, no no! It's I like just, I, I think it's dark. much more. I mean, well, that's, no, you're not, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, there, I just there's a pattern, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
And uh, I don't think that he... I, I, so I think it's it's much more likely there was something violent or, like you said, like uh, the Imperio, Imperiocres? Imperio makes people do things. Crucio makes them hurt. That's what I mean. It could have been literally either one of those. Sure. Where it was like he was either forcing someone to do something or hurting somebody or forcing someone to hurt themselves or hurt each other. Right. It could have literally been anything. Um, I mean, especially judging by the, the, we, I mean, I'm burdened with meta information. So like knowing that he was the half blood prince, right. Um, oh shit. Don't do this to me. No, please continue. Fuck me. Is it Snape? that was a half blood prince. I can't remember which one. Please continue. Fuck everything. Um, the point is he, he was, he, I, I thought he was creating his own like spells early on. Like that's what Dumbledore mentions. That he was mm-hmm. like doing advanced magic for his age. So it wouldn't surprise me if he stumbled upon the magic embers or like early, you know, parts of the unforgivable curses. Sure. Or something close to them. And then was implementing them. However, know, without, yeah. Yeah. Without, without any repercussions or understanding about how awful that would be. Although I got to say like, what kind of fucking horrible orphanage is this that doesn't instill some level of understanding? Like, the kid's 11. He's been there since birth. He doesn't have any relationship with anybody there. No one has taken him under their wing and, like, been nice to him in over a decade. Like, to where he has a connection with any human there. Like, it. it I'm not saying that it's unbelievable. I'm saying, like, no fucking wonder this kid's a sociopath. Sure. Like, he, he's, he's, he's had a real... And, and they acknowledge in the book, he, this isn't... Like, Henry, uh, Harry even says... You know, Harry coming from the Dursleys, which who everybody loves to malign as a as an awful place to grow up, comments that this place seems particularly bad. <laughs> two seventy three. Minus two seventy two. Okay. Uh, I was I wanted to ask you a question about this uh, page. Okay. Um, why do you think Dumbledore chose the the casting fire on the wardrobe spell or the illusion of fire? Like, wh- why do you think he chose that spell to demonstrate to to Tom Riddle that he was a wizard? Um, he, and he, uh, the reason this is what I guess I'm asking more, more to more explain my question. Presuming that Dumbledore could cast any magic, he's a great wizard. Mm-hmm. Um, he could do a lot of different things. What do you think he he chose that spell specifically? I do for a couple of okay. reasons. Okay. Uh, I think it was. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if he could, Occlumens, on a moment's notice, and got a quick read on this kid, and knew that there was shit in there. Knew he needed something big and flashy. Knew he needed to assert himself as powerful. Um, not just not just like a rabbit in the hat kind of trick, but like, you think you're all that, but I am all of this. Burning bush kind of thing. A literal come to Jesus moment, if you will. Minus the literal, because it's not Jesus. Um, and also, you know, to threaten the things in the, you know, the kid only has so many worldly possessions and he's burning them up. Uh, metaphorically, mm. but the kid doesn't know that yet. Yeah, I I, I thought it was interesting that uh, Voldemort cho- or D- Dumbledore chose to use a what appears to be a violent spell or mm-hmm. a destructive spell mm-hmm. um, to allure uh, Tom Riddle 
uh, into into the world of magic. I thought that was a very it felt like a, more like a calculating thing. Like yeah, this kid responds to violence. He responds to destruction. I'll tempt him with that, and that feels like fucking pardon the 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 phrase, but playing with fire. Oh, absolutely. Um, which is related to my next maybe help, that's but... the metaphor. Maybe, maybe that's literally why she picked that spell because it's like maybe she's really deep and was like, get it, playing with fire. He does call, okay, so my 273 note, he does call Tom out for thieving. Yes. But he, he's also cagey about this. Uh, we teach you not only to use magic, but to control it. You have inadvertently, I am sure, been using your powers in a way that's neither taught nor tolerated at the school. And that right. little bit of caginess, uh, giving him an out when he's been so on the ball about everything else, seemed like it was also not a way to handle a kid. At least not in this situation. Not, not. I mean, in this situation, I think you take him to the insane asylum. <laughs> <laughs> right, so um, we weren't going there? Well. Yeah, well, it turns out, on the drive back, I changed my mind. Um, you're awful. See, there was this uh, prophecy. Um, <laughs> I don't know if there was later. a Dark Lord prophecy yet. No, it comes way later. There might have been, though. We don't know. We don't know. Trelawney wouldn't have been the right age at that point. There are other She's prophecies that could have foretold the rise of the Dark Lord. Oh, my God. Look, it's all in these books right here. Just read them eight times. You'll never forget a single part unless you do. And then it's not your fault. It's Doug's fault. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So was that your page 273? Yeah. Okay. Uh, my next note is page 277. Okay. Tom Riddle... Uh, in, in this chapter shows evidence of torturing small animals and taking souvenirs from victims. Uh, I can't tell if JK wants him to be a sociopath or a full-blown serial killer. I don't, I don't know what she wants. She wants to, to paint him as with these, with those uh, very classic behavioral, uh, uh, I don't know, traits. No, I, I mean, a serial killer is a a collection of traits, right? Mostly involved. I, I feel like there there are probably other sociopaths like, yeah. and things that have gone through those things and just never got around to killing people and collecting trophies. Well, see, the thing is that uh, Voldemort has killed a lot of people. That's true. Um, eventually, and that's that's why I put that's why I counted that word. Now, he hasn't killed them in the kind of serial killer way that you would expect with the like the uh, the visceral typical, violence or or. Not necessarily even that, but just like the 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 uh, typical method, mm-hmm. um, like you know, you have someone who uh, want, wants to do whatever they do in their specific way, and and his he just likes he 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 does have a target essentially people who disagree with him. It's a loose. It's not as simple as like uh fucking what what was uh what was the son of Sam's thing like fucking brunettes. Um, oh, I don't, I don't know that much about him. Um. Anyway, the. Uh, I know there's a dog. He didn't want to kill the dog, though. Um, well, that's good. I'm talking about like traits in the victims, like victim traits, like being. No, like, I, I, like, I understand we, what like, you mean. Yeah. His, his, his mo is, is what he was attracted yeah. to. Um, yeah, I don't know about yeah. him. And and Voldemort seemed to be either mostly just people who disagree with him. Like mm-hmm. either you are a mudblood and he wants to exterminate you there, or or uh, whatever. Or you are a uh, person who empathizes with those people and, and agrees that they are 
equal and then you're also wrong i feel like that sounds more like psychopathy though i don't know really know what the difference is between that it's, and socio it's like, a, it's, like a, it's a it's a class thing like uh-huh. i think i would get i think that you're supposed to have it's like to be a serial killer you have to like you tend to have sociopathic tendencies right but sociopaths don't have to be serial killers right um so well because the there's well, yeah to- sorry no good <laughs> we're definitely psychological like we're psychologists oh, totally. so we're allowed to say these um, things as if we're experts no I, I i was just thinking that that drive to collect and 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 to collect trophies and to 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 feed and need whatever it is that's compelling you to kill that's not socio sociopathy however you say that uh it always messes me up because a sociopath could just be someone who doesn't like the PTA president and poisons them with rat poison so they can be the new PTA president and sees no problem right. with it because right it's just it's in my way um, right that doesn't that's not jiving with the serial killer the the compulsion. Right. As far as I know, in my no, long right. studied career. Right. Um, yeah. Like I said, I'm, that's what I'm. I'm saying is I can't tell if she's trying to lean towards like that kind of like uh, mass psychosis, like the violent psychosis of a serial killer with these two tip, like you know, the classic serial killer uh, tropes, right? Or like you know, characteristics, or if she just if it's if it's a little more just like you know he is he's just a sociopath who eventually rises to power and becomes like a political figure i think she's just saying he's fucked up she's i guess not wrong but she no she made him uh that that's the end of my chapter hmm me too that brings us to chapter 14 felix felicius I have a single note on this chapter. Oh, I've got a couple. Mine's my first one's two eighty six. Mine's two ninety six. Ooh, Ron the Pratt. Yeah, you said that last episode. I said that last time, and I, I, I mean, it's probably subconscious, but I, I feel like it was um, genuine. It wasn't on purpose, and it was just uh, I felt vindicated to have Jenny call him a Pratt. Was it genuine? Uh, we're done. Thank you for listening. For shame on you. Just, you, I mean, you said nothing till 296? Yeah. Okay, I've, I've apparently sucked. written a paragraph that I can't read, so hold on. 287, I totally appreciate Jenny standing up for herself against the older brother overprotective bullshit. That was mm-hmm. nice to see, because so often that's just thrown in there as a character trait and it's something that's positive. And yeah, like, isn't he a good brother? He's, like, yeah. protecting her from her own choices. Right. She can't make a decision. I'm here to make she a can't decision because I'm wrong. Especially, especially when it's something so absolutely normal. Right. Like, it wasn't like she was, like, doing heroin, and he was like, what the hell? And she's like, you can't tell me what to do. You just, you, you don't never even been kissed. You just want to kiss your fucking sister-in-law. You're a fucking pervert. <laughs> it's not, it's not like that. It's like, she, it, she's like... She's just like, ass? Like, I get mine. Get yours. Yeah, no, good good for her. I'm just enchanted with your with your with your broom spotting fanfic you've created. <laughs> I've never seen that film, so I, I, oh, I don't know. Damn. I've How seen you... I've seen Gia is the thing. I don't know what that is. You've never seen Gia? No. 
Oh, Rob. V- nope, I haven't even heard of it. I'm thinking of the Rosalind Russell musical Gigi. Uh, what's Gia? Gia? G- G-I-A? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, Gia is a, I think it was like an HBO movie, like a Showtime movie from like 20 years ago, uh, starring a very young, very naked Angelina Jolie as Gia, this model, this like supermodel who uh, was also, I guess, like a lesbian or something. Like yeah. I, her, her sexuality was a big part of the film. Her, her, uh, ho- her homosexuality was a big part of the film and a part of her life. Um, and she, it, it's a very like s- s- heavily sex simulated movie with a lot of nude Angelina Jolie. And uh, the other actress whose name I never remember um, who was in Lost and was in the Santa Claus 2. Um, uh, she plays her like lover, love interest. And it's it's very naked, very sexual. And I remember being like 14 and being like, I love this movie. <laughs> I probably shouldn't watch this movie, but I love it. How did you get there from transpotting though? Because at the end of the movie, the movie, well, spoilers. Stop the podcast now if you don't want to hear about the spoilers for the 1997 film Gia. Um, uh, she, she, in her rise to being a supermodel, she gets hooked on heroin. Oh, okay. And 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 hooked on, and she gets AIDS from like a dirty needle or something. Sure, sure, sure. She fucking dies. Yeah. Um. And it's so they. That's the. That's basically like that is my heroin my. Sure. Young impressionable person's movie about heroin. It's just funny because I thought it was the connection for you was uh, her ex husband is in Transpotting. No, no, so, no. That was, we don't talk that about was, that. Why don't we talk about that? Because if we do, we have to talk about hackers, and we'll never talk about Harry Potter again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair. <laughs> um, I I, I, I should again. see Trans. i i just learned that there was apparently a like there's i think there's an upcoming like shout factory release oh yeah like a blu-ray release i'm pretty i'm thinking about it i'm thinking about it that's interesting uh, i would i would check it out again i like that movie a lot i watched it like this year did i text you like what there's the upcoming shout factory of hackers yes oh i thought you said transpotting i totally sorry of hackers and I, I, I watched it, like I said, recently. I think I watched it this year and was sending you pictures of it. I mean, like, look, what, guess from this screenshot what I'm watching. And you were like, that's hackers. And I was like, <laughs> weird. Because I don't remember what it was a picture of. But it did, it did. I don't even think the picture I sent you had any, like, actors in it. Like, I, think it I think it just had, like, graphics or something. And you were you, like, that's you hackers. Sent me, <laughs> you sent me something with uh with Halcyon on and on, too. Oh, that was my, t- my TikTok. Yeah. That was my... My TikTok of my dog laying in a sunbeam, and I was like, "That feels like what this song, song is about." <laughs> and you were like, "Is that healthy on on and on?" And I was like, "Yes." Yeah. Um. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, that's what it's like inside our brains. Um, it's, it's all hackers all the time. <laughs> anyway, so that's my that's not it's not so much broom spotting for me. It's uh, Gia. Yeah, I don't have a I don't have a Harry Potter pun. Genia. Yeah, but see, that feels so close to Jenny Yuen, and I already did that. He did. But this time I did it. So we're going to keep it at broom spotting. 290. Yep. 
I was amused. She's done a couple of bits of writing in this that amused me, and I liked that particular brotherly feeling. Na na na, na 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 na. Sorry, I had cookies before we I started, and I have too much sugar in my blood. That particular brotherly feeling, I enjoyed that. It was amusing. Where Harry was trying to convince himself he was like a brother unto Jenny. Whoa, that brotherly feeling. <laughs> now it's gone. Gone. Whoa. Are you quite done? <laughs> I have. I'm drinking the water to flush my sugar blood. Uh-huh. And try sugar. to make my li- try to make my kidneys work. Are you kidneys are you in renal failure? I mean, they're not processing this sugar fast enough, so no. Sorry. I thought the, was it, I thought the pancreas Harry, processes sugar. Everything does this. Everything processes okay. sugar. Fucking fine. Well, I mean, your pancreas makes insulin. And stores it in the duodenum. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Are you one of those duodenum people? No. Uh, not that. I, I'm not so puerile. <laughs> they can't hear your wink. <laughs> um, Harry talking about how he feels like he's Ginny's brother? Is that what you're talking about? Um, the I'm talking about the writing where she said he's trying to he's like i'm like a brother to her and i'm not jealous and that je- i'm gonna squash that particular brotherly feeling it's funny it's cute that's all you know like the thing that bothers me about it is that i've been waiting to hear about this romance i was actually going to ask you i was going to lead that that's going to be my next question how are you uh enjoying this romance I- i'm not what um i'm not because it fe- there's a part of me that appreciates the introspective like reflection on what it is like to have a crush Mm -hmm. like that study of what it feels like to be a person who is trying to grapple with the realization that you have emotional feelings about essentially in in this specific case kind of like possessing another person um because that's what it sounds like it sounds like harry's like i have ownership over jenny i don't think that's what it's saying I think it kind of is like, I think he's realizing that he has like, he wants to, he doesn't like that. She's with other guys. Well, yeah. Cause that's, that's a, that's a, that's an okay feeling to have as long as you don't yeah act on it. What do you mean is what, what, what acting on it wouldn't be okay. Oh, like, uh, trying basically to do what Ron's doing and like strong arm Jenny away from, Dean or whomever she's making out with because he wants her. That would be acting on it and inappropriate. I mean, it's worked for humanity for thousands of years. I mean, inappropriately. To our pro, like it make, to make more progeny, that's inappropriate. Yes, sounds like you're pretty disconnected from your evolutionary uh, forebears. Nah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Stupid Robin's word. My evolution, listen, listen, 
I didn't come from no fucking monkey, and it didn't come from no goddamn forebears. You did. Okay? You did come from a no, fucking I didn't monkey. Come from you four literally bears. came from a fucking monkey. I didn't. I didn't come from bears either. Four or less. I didn't. <laughs> the monkey fucked. Here you are. No. First off, it was an ape. We're great apes. We're not monkeys. The Bam, monkey fucked, and your, then they eventually became put apes. Your, put it in your oh. mouth and smoke it. Anyway, um. That monkey had a prime mate. What I was gonna say was that what bothers me about Harry's thing is is the uh, the way it's written is it feels rushed, and and I'm I wanted to give her a little bit of credit and say like that's the part that might be kind of fun about it is this idea that like this is sort of an examination of how flustered it feels to have all these emotions flood you all at once and they just pour out and suddenly they're there and it's not easy to comprehend them or understand them or process them right, but in terms of writing. It feels like the opposite of show, don't tell. It feels like a lot of telling and not a hmm. lot of showing. Like it's like overcompensating for five books of almost of of definitely moments where you could say these characters have history and we could be laying the seeds of a romance here. But those seeds actually aren't there. The incidences are there, but there's no connection for like romance and anywhere up to at least up to this book. And now that like it's getting to the point where you we're two books away from the deadline, mm-hmm. and you gotta start pairing people off because you want to act, because the characters are the age where they should be starting to have romances. Like they're what in their junior year of high school, essentially. I forget what age they have to be at. This He's point. sixteen, so about that, yeah, somewhere between sophomore and junior. Sixteen's a good time to start having a boyfriend, I guess. Yeah. To try. See what it's like. Be like, okay, I'm building up these social skills of how to have a boyfriend. Now I can leave this person and go off and meet more accomplished, better people. Um, the uh, um, and I don't see like what I'm saying is like Harry is. It seems like he's trying to justify to himself why he does like Ginny, and that seems like something that wouldn't have to have happened if we had any sort of like actual threads of romance throughout the other books i think he's caught unawares by his attraction like oh i didn't realize that was a thing and he's trying to go he's going through the mental process of see but i don't see him as being attracted i see of him being possessive what he describes is is the incident is another person is doing something he thinks that he has a right to do you are correct no you are correct right because what he's seeing is somebody else kissing her and that makes him angry he's not seeing her independent of being possessed by another man doing anything that makes him realize he's in love with her. Other than... Go ahead. ahead. Nope. You go ahead this time. Well, just because other than like, or not even other than, but that's, that's, he doesn't see that. He doesn't see her like dancing, like, you know, or like picking a flower or being really good at a spell or having a smart comeback or playing Quidditch. None of those things that happen. He goes, God, she's gorgeous. I got to be near her. You're right. I think, there's been a lot more of that in this book for us, the audience, to fall in love with Jenny. Yes. And, we're su- and, I, and I guess we're just supposed to carry over that Harry is having that same feeling and sort of right. like a reverse, what do you call it? Uh, sort of like a reverse empathy where we're like, we assume Harry has our feelings. Right. And that is, in that sense, lazy writing, you're right. There's even moments where like, like that moment where she says the thing, you're talking to a book. And, like, that line should be really powerful. It should be a line where Harry has this self-reflection of being like, oh, yeah, I remember. 
Jenny and I have all this shared trauma. We've all we've gone through this specific thing that only the two of us went through. And she already yelled that, at him like, last year about it. Right. And and like wait, was that la- what what she yelled at him last year about? Oh, um when he thought he was being possessed and turning into a snake and killing people and she's like, "I'm the only one you know who's been possessed." Right. You didn't think so to you, ask me. Right. Right. And then there's this book where he she she asks him about the half-blood prince. And he book. dismisses her because um, it's not what he wants to hear. Right. <laughs> um, or because he genuinely isn't really att- attracted to her. He doesn't actually have, like... I'm not seeing anything is all I'm saying. I'm not sure. seeing the things that should that I would expect to see in behavioral... Like, in behaviors right. that would indicate that he has an, a genuine attraction to her. I see the behaviors of someone who looks at her as a possession and is def- territorial and is defensive in his behavior towards her. That... That's not what I wanted to read. I didn't want to read that and think, oh man, Harry's still fucking terrible. Um, or like, again, like why the fuck is Jenny into that? Like, I guess cause he is, I mean, I'll, I'll wait to see, but just like, I'm so confounded by, by how these things don't, I don't like them. I just don't mm-hmm. like the way these characters work. Um, he is the chosen anyway, one Anyway, go ahead. Uh, no, that's it. That's my last note. I had an overview for this one. Okay. Um, oh, actually, my note is 296. Right. I can have that before I have the uh, overview. 296. I'm getting irritated by how many times she's writing Lucky. But, but. Get but, it? Do you get it? Do you get it? He, man, that sure was. Lucky. Lucky. Oh, man. Is that. God, he sure is getting lucky. <laughs> It's like fuck. It's like, did, why didn't you just like print those words in red? I'm gonna, you know, I'm, like I, I'm gonna. That's a good point. I'm gonna try to defend it. Go ahead. It's gonna hurt. It's for children. No. It's <laughs> that's what I would say. It, no, it's worse. It's oh, for great. Ron. But Ron's not reading it. Ron had to be told, "Hey, this is lucky." Boy, that sure is lucky, boy. And then he goes, oh, you give me luck potion. But that all happens after he drinks it. Is that not what you're talking about? Word... Yeah, I'm saying that like he. Harry has to keep pointing he... out the luckiness of things. So Ron gets it without having to be told. I put but luck Harry's potion. not the one pointing it out. It's other people. It's like it's like the announcer saying, "What a man, Weasley sure did get lucky there." It's like it's coming from all over the place. Okay, this is back to the Jenny thing, because uh, we are sensibly in Harry's point of view, and this is just blue car syndrome. Harry's thinking about luck, so he's hearing luck but how over does that and affect over. Ron, how does that? How does how does Harry? No, that that argument's it? over. I'm not. I'm not making that argument. That's gone. Oh, okay. You, so yeah. that argument's gone. Yeah, okay, I'm yeah, glad don't you clarified that. Don't worry about Moving it. on to another <laughs> thought. Yeah, yeah. So it's uh, <laughs> Harry's got luck car syndrome. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That was that. Um. Okay. I'll accept that that was your defense. Okay. No. Wait. No. I have a of a, a third, better, and final explanation. This is the best court case. I'm so glad your defendant <laughs> isn't isn't going to the electric chair after this. Are you ready? I would call for a mistrial, but go for it. Magic. Yeah. 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 Of course. It's magic. Yeah. That's the one. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I hated reading it. I hated reading all the words, all the, the words lucky, because I was just like, yes, we fucking get it. Oh, my God. 
I, however, was, I did forget and was, like, simultaneously, like, bitterly, bittersweetly, like, happy that it was, like, he didn't actually use it. Because I was reading it going, oh, God, he fucking used that potion. What a goddamn idiot. This is a stupid, Harry's so fucking stupid. Why would he use it in this instance? Not even, like, it's cheating. Because, like, and why the fuck would Hermione care? She cheated, which he brings up later. Right. But, like, <laughs> but, like, so clearly, like, no one cares about cheating. Right. Least of all, Harry. But, like. The idea that you'd waste this incredibly valuable magical like item to win the f- uh, uh, the first Quidditch game just seems dumb. And so I was glad that he didn't. But then I was like, why the fuck do I care? Why do I care? Why am I glad about? <laughs> why this? am I invested? It gives a shit. Anyway, uh, that's the end of that note. My my overview is uh, Quidditch, teenage angst, and romantic drama. Could there be a less enjoyable chapter in this entire series? Yes. So that's that's the one for you. That's Felix Felicius is the worst. Feels like it's the worst. Okay. Feels like so far it's the fucking worst. Here's the thing. I feel like I might have said something's really bad before, but this one, like, it's it's building towards Quidditch. It's got all this fucking like noxious angst. Yeah. And it it just sucks. Anyway, what you, what's your what's your thing? What we when we are done with these books, we're gonna go through and reread them and rank every chapter. <laughs> no <laughs> just no just no no that Fine. is a task i will not undertake Fine. um anyway i think that brings us to chapter 15 the unbreakable vow my note is page 313 oh yeah 305 all right I wanted to bring this up earlier, and I, I either forgot or didn't think it worth mentioning. But since they drew my attention back to it, I had to come back to it. the The potion, the advanced potion making book, yes, is written by Libatius Barrage. Drunk, alcohol, alcohol attack. It's Barrage, not Barra, not Barrage. Okay. Uh, it could okay. be it could be a reference to that. I, I, it it looks like I know the word letters are all messed up, but it reminds me of uh, makes me think of the Borgias, who are famous for poisoning. Oh. Um, but I was wondering, do you have to change your name to something clever when you publish a Wizarding World book? Is that is that what this whole thing is? I mean, I don't think it's so much that. I think it's just that like the Wizarding World seems to have a tendency to name their children after a trait they want them to I- exemplify. Well, we're certainly not going to see that in the next couple pages. Um, <laughs> oh, you uh, mean with with uh, well, we'll, we'll Sanguinus we'll get, we'll get, we'll, or whatever his name is? We'll, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. The only vampire we meet whose name is Blood? We'll get to him. Three <laughs> uh, eleven. Or, or are you talking about? Uh, are you talking about uh, Bellatrix uh, Black, whose whose name means beautiful? Uh, beautiful like witch or beautiful vex or whatever, and then her sister. Narcissa, which means beautiful. There's a there's a third sister. We'll meet her in the uh, seventh book. What's her name? Gorgeous Black. <laughs> I don't remember. They've said her name once already. It's Tonk's mom. I don't remember Vanitas? what her name is though. <laughs> I like Vanitas. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't put it past there being a fucking character named Vanitas in these books. I maintain I'm serious. Okay. Low-hanging fruit. 311. Still no DA. Poor Luna. 
Oh yeah, poor Luna. This I I I constantly bring this up when they bring it up because I want to make a point at the end of the book about the DA. I I think that again, this is one of those things where like these are the instances where you're like, Harry and Luna seems like a fine ship. Like this is how you build up a relationship where Harry's like, it's the girl you never noticed that you actually kind of enjoy being around, who is completely unobjectionable. Yes. Like, she she she. she She's the, you know, the, she's the sort of the unseen yet like that sort of like, oh gosh, she's so, she's so perfect. Like she's her- so, I really enjoy being around her. She's nice. She has, she has no malice in her fucking body. Like no part of her is, is mean. Um, and her- she's like, she's amazing. Like that's the one that you'd expect him to, if it's not Hermione, right. Luna. Her, her, um, her comment at the party that made Harry laugh was a m- much more of relationship building scene than anything he's interacted with Jenny so far. Yes. Yes. Where he snorts meat up his nose. I even thought that like, did you say meat? Mead. Okay. I was like, whoa. (laughs) Snorts meat up his nose. That would be, that would be really, I misread this. (laughs) I didn't, I didn't know that they were having sloppy joes at the party. And then Harry just snorted a line of, of ground beef. Uh, mm-hmm. that I wish I had read that book. I want to see how that goes. <laughs> Harry Potter, a garbage pail kid. Um, the, uh, yeah. Uh, even the stuff with Ginny, like all those so far, the instances we see are mostly her being in a relationship with her brother. Right. They're mostly about her relationship with Ron more than, and Harry's just there. Right. More than they are about Harry and Ginny. But there's been, at least two instances in this book, I think where, when Luna shows up and she like, she and Harry gravitate towards each other in this sort of like accepting, like affectionate, like appreciative way. Right. Even the part where he says to her, I just want to go as friends is like, yeah, that's how you should start. Like you should approach every relationship with a person of the opposite sex and, you know, of the same sex, a person as someone you want to be friends with first. And that's the best part is if you, if you become friends, friends then like if there is a romance that comes afterwards it's okay if it doesn't work out because you you could still be friends like you know you already work together as friends as long as you don't make it weird right it's still it could still work i would be so much happier if that's how this worked out but like i'm I'm so far i'm still waiting but i feel like it's just gonna feel like i guess the thing that's weird me out is that a lot of this stuff just kind of feels like how you how reality works sometimes it doesn't feel like how like I would expect like fantasy to work. A narrative. Yeah, a narrative to work where it's just like this isn't this is boring. Right. This is just so boring and mundane and like unexciting. Mm-hmm. Um, it would be so much more romantic and fun. Like like even at least the, the Ron and Hermione. Stuff, I think that's the thing is you get the Ron and Hermione stuff, right? Mm-hmm. You get the the conflicted like lovers who eventually fall for each other after like, you know, fighting around the, the, the fighting in circles around how much they're into each other. But then why is Harry in a similar, like angsty mood when it comes to this, when with his relationship so far, at least Um, it's just like, there are more than one type of relationship to, to like childhood relationship to like, uh, demonstrate it doesn't all they don't all have to be the same thing 
And I know that, like, Harry and Ginny's relationship isn't the same, like, contentious relationship that Ron and Hermione have right now. But they don't have a relationship at all. I know. I, I, this is way too... I, I'm, I know too much. Again, I'm, I'm burdened with information. At this point, I... I, I should be just saying, I feel like Harry and Luna are going to be a thing. Mm-hmm. And then eventually it's like, oh, Harry and Ginny. Wow. But like right now, it, it just it's feel it feels like I'm waiting to see those moments and they are not happening. And it's boring. Anyway, I'm, I don't fuck it. I don't care. Um, we don't need to talk about that anymore. You had um, a 313, which I, I also do. But I, I'm hoping yours is mine and better. Mine is, it's probably not, but this is mine. Fuck all this Degrassi 90210 one whopping Willow Hill bullshit. This is dull. (laughs) It's not mine. Not mine. You couldn't even appreciate uh, how dark and depraved Hermione got with her exacting revenge. I don't fucking care. I mean, like, the. <laughs> it's just been like three chapters of this and it just feels like it's never going to end and I'm just like I don't I don't know like w- what book series is even like this that people want to read for this shit like is this what babysitters club is like like I don't I don't know what like what this feels like reading but it except that it feels like trash mm-hmm. so I don't I don't know I just don't like it um I don't get any ex- again this is I accept that I am outside of the demographic for these books. However, I being outside that demographic, I can't help but say I do not want to hear. I do. I am so overhearing about poorly written teenage trashy fucking relationship bullshit. Like, I just don't care. Twilight's next. I would read that. And, it, and then I would just talk about how much it sucked. And again, <laughs> Maybe there is maybe that's why we have no followers because it's not valuable to hear somebody's opinion by basically like just being like this thing isn't for me. Like, maybe that's completely worthless, and I can appreciate that. Like maybe, but fair. I mean, it certainly brought it certainly given me a valuable alternate perspective that I had not heard, and I appreciate. Sure, but uh, but like I I mean I'm just saying I, I would caution to something like you know jumping into like. Twilight. We're not. We're like, not gonna goddamn read Twilight. Fuck that. No, that we was could, never gonna happen. We could, no, we can't. We, could, we can't. We can't. We could. We can't. I've never read it. I've oh, never seen the movie. I've never read it. It was a cultural phenomenon. Ugh. Ugh. And then Fifty Shades after that. <laughs> Only if we read it to each other and essay the parts. Like pee pee. <laughs> no. Like, I will play Mr. Gray. Like, wee wee. (laughs) (laughs) Three fifteen. Nothing. I'm done. I'm fucking done. (laughs) These chapters. These chapters sucked. Like, I have. I have very little to say. 315. It's like it's just like reading synopsis is like, okay, yes, these things happened. We are we are moving along so slowly. These are these are geographically or geologically fast chapters. So so when I said this book was more fun, I should have said it was less fun. Oh yeah. Did you should you have? Cool. I'm guessing that's what I'm asking. Is that your assessment? I don't remember when you said it was good, more fun. 
talking about how we, we got a fun ride ahead of us and... Uh, oh, because the last book was so depressing? Well, just because... I, I, I certainly remember a lot of people liking the uh, Degrassi stuff from the movie. Ugh. And then there's um, all the fun, uh, the riddle memories. But like you said, this one was undercut by the fact the movie did do this one pretty well, pretty exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, I think these are bad batch chapters um, for me. And that's, again, that's just the way this podcast is, this works. Is that just, I didn't really enjoy much of it. Um I like the part where um, I, I we didn't talk about this because it, it probably wasn't very important, but I noticed this idea that Harry comments or in the first chapter or in chapter uh, 13 about how snazzy Dumbledore's dressed in the past in his memory. Oh, yeah. His plum and it suit. reminded me of it reminded me of seeing Jude Law as young Dumbledore in Fantastic Beasts and how snazzy he's dressed mm-hmm. and thinking like, I like that they made sure to add that as a part of his characteristics. Um, no, I, I would but, straight uh, up have that corduroy, cor- corduroy coat that you'd oh, yeah. wore. My, my wife talks about that coat to this day. Well, uh, I'm talking about it and I saw it first. I'm not married to you. So I get the coat. Okay, fine. She can have his hat. Um, I don't know if I would say that, that you, you were wrong, that these aren't more fun. It's just these chapters sucked. I like the Half-Blood Prince book stuff. I actually really enjoy the Harry has a book that he's like learning more from the margin notes than from the book itself. That's mm-hmm. like plot. I like how that's going. I kind of like Slughorn uh, in a way. It's Slughorn, right? Yep. It's, I get I get it confused with the Willy Wonka guy. Oh, Slugworth. Right. Yeah. More Once again, influenced maybe by she's Doll. ripping the fuck off of doll yeah just so much lovingly gently um, influenced um did you see that at one point uh there's like you can find notes of hers on the online where she's written about like the last book where when she writes about grop she calls him a bfg it's fucking weird she crosses it out in her notes though she like right raises that and then just writes grop over it huh no i haven't seen that i made it up Oh, I, I totally would have bought it. <laughs> Three letters she's familiar with instead of grop. Can you imagine like having to sit down and type grop every time in your book. You'd be like, gee, A, W, what the fuck? BFG, BFG, yeah. BFG. Yeah, right. My fingers want to type BFG right now. Right. Oh, so good. He's a big friendly giant. He is. Um, yeah, so it just, it feels very, uh, I don't know, man. I don't like I don't like it when you can see the structure of the influences. Sure. I don't I don't like that. It makes it feel cheap to me. It makes it feel like it's unfinished. Um It's like it's like if you had drywall but no paint and you're like why isn't this done? <laughs> <laughs> why are, why aren't you finishing this? Right. Um uh yeah it, it stuff like that i don't i i i don't understand hermione's like character shift here like again i guess it's probably just like i'm crazy because i'm jealous because of love and hormones well she was gonna um, she was gonna ask ron and then he was a perfect uh prat to her and perfectly so she, prattiful in every way so she got him back 
She threw birds at him. She tweeted at him really hard. Yeah, but then she started dating. See, that was specifically the line I really liked was when Pavardi was like, you're going with Cormac? You really like Quidditch players. And Hermione's like, I like good Quidditch players. Like, I all this is just to hurt Ron. Yeah, I, it's just, it's it's overwhelmingly, it's an, oh, it's a whole lot of that, though. It like, is. These chapters are a whole lot of that feeling. <laughs> like, goddamn, is there more? Is there more we could read in these? This is 70 pages or something like that. And it's it's like 50 pages of that, of, of this, like, this angsty teenage love mess. Sure. Ugh. Should we move on? I'm done. 315. Okay. Sanguini. <laughs> Sanguini. He's a vampire. He's a vampire. He is a, he has a lust for young flesh. So my joke before you tore it apart was, well, he must be a published <laughs> author. Yeah, that's a good joke. That's a uh, good well, joke. It was, it was I mean built on what was said before. Um but then you were just like, nah, fuck that, you're stupid. I didn't say that. You did. You did. You're like, no, you, what about you Remus Lupin? Were... What about Bellatrix Lestrange? They're not authors. They have names. What about the author who Sanguini's friend literally mentioned in this chapter, Rob Warpole? His name is not about what he published. You're an idiot, Rob. You're stupid. And you shouldn't have brought it up. That's, uh, um, that's what you were going to say. If... If I was going to say that, um, I would have. I wouldn't have brought up any of that stuff. Uh huh. I would have brought up the uh, defense against the dark arts teacher from the second movie, or book. Guild Gildora Lockhart. Yeah, who doesn't have? I guess. I mean, does he have a? Does he have a? Does Gildora Lockhart imply one of those puns? He's gilded. He's golden. He's no. He's overly quaffed. He's meticulous. He's latest fashion. Lockhart. He locks the heart of all of his adoring fans. So it is very much that garbage. Yeah. There, so you got a great point, man. The way I yelled at me as you is way better than the way you yelled at me as you. I'm a better so you than me. I wouldn't. No, wait. I'm a better you than you. Shit. <laughs> I think the truth is you're a really bad you. Maybe I should try something else. And that's how I am really good at burning you. <laughs> but I did all the heart lifting, heavy lifting. I mean, no, you did all the light lifting. <laughs> you, you did all the stuff that wouldn't hurt you at all. I went for it. After I laid it out for you, that's all I'm saying. After you cleared away everything that wouldn't hurt you, what was what remained had to be what I used. Pure pain, just for you. To pl- but hey, plunge into your heart. The point is. Sanguini. <laughs> We've got vampires now. This is oh, do this you wanna, is a um, major shift for the Harry Potter world. Do you want to you want to brainstorm like you want to do you want to riff a uh, uh, an Italian dish called Sanguini? Sure. Um, let's let's reverse engineer this dish. Well, I mean, I go right to that dish that's that 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 incredibly decadent chocolate made with cow's blood. Why don't you don't want to do like a pasta? Maybe. Because I was thinking like linguini, like it sounds like sanguine. Okay, yeah, yeah. I have to be so. Right. Like, are you talking like a 
like a like a black sausage kind of thing or black pudding whatever you call it do you know you know what black pudding and black sausage is what i do but what's linguine oh linguine's um it's like fettuccine (laughs) it's uh it's a long flat pasta i'm saying a little bit bigger and fatter than fettuccine yeah so we start with linguine and then you want to add blood to it yeah Okay, so 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 we'll ha- we'll start the sanguini or the linguini pasta. Mm-hmm. So you want to go with the with the with the blood sausage? Well, just for a just for a, a protein. Oh, I'm into it. I I've never uh, really had it, but um. My problem is I want I want the blood as sort of like a, a sauce maybe, but I don't want to just pour blood on. I want it cooked. Well, not cooked. I want it processed with heat. <laughs> my point is I don't want it to become (laughs) god damn it (laughs) my point is I don't don't know why I don't know why that was the funniest part for me of this whole thing was you saying I want to cook I don't want to cook it I want to process it with heat something about that I don't know what it was. It just made me laugh really hard. Um, Cause it's it's stupid. I haven't. I feel like I have. <laughs> I feel like I have an idea of what I mean in my head. I just hadn't quite got to it yet. When I think of cooking blood, I think of it turning into broth. Right. Right. And I want it to look like blood, but not. Well, we could do. I want to um, look like I don't know, blood in slow motion. I guess you have to you you have to. So hold on, because I want I was still want to defend okay. myself. Okay. I wanted to I wanted to think of like how some like ceviche is marinated in lime, which is as people have always said, essentially cooks it, even though it's not cooking it. So that's kind of what I was so treated. But then I started thinking of treating it with heat, and my stupid came out. Well, I have to defend myself. The, uh... Is sangria is a wine, right, or is that an oil? Sangria is a wine. It's a it's a fortified. It's kind of a wine punch. So what if we took those? What if we made a red sauce at, with sangria? How am I getting? And blood then we this? could. I'm here's what I'm saying. There are more than one ways to satisfy our our needs. Okay. There is the the way where you use the linguine and you have blood. And then there's a way where you have the linguine and you have something that is using the word that also uses the word sanguine. You yes. You want to make a real dish. Yes, I'm literally talking about like making that's, a dish that has has that's delicious and has pun power. Sure. And I just thought we were designing a menu for a vampire, so that's why. No, I'm not designing food for a vampire. Well, I'm I, saying we were designing an actual food that would make Maybe lead with that next time. I did. I said, let's vamp this dish. <laughs> I didn't say vamp. I would never say that. I said riff. Um, I like vamp this dish. You gotta say it now. <laughs> um, 
because if you were talking about actual blood, you would just pour blood in it. Like you just if it was well, a vampire see, that's why I wanted it, to make it more. The than vampire would be blood. like, "I don't want to eat anything. I'm going to suck your neck. Like I'm going to drain you of blood. That's how I eat. Why are you making this more complicated?" You're like, no, you understand. I want to have fun with it. You have to eat something that isn't blood, but kind of is blood, and it makes a funny sound when you say it. Sanguini. Um. No, I'm talking about like we, we're making a, 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 a Harry Potter cookbook and okay. we're starting with the dish sanguini. And so you start with linguini mm-hmm. and you either – I don't – I'm not going to shy away from the idea of adding blood into this dish. Sure, but – adding a blood-based food into the dish. Yeah. I'm just saying like – No, I, I'm with you. Could, could also go this other way where you have like um, sangria. Right. Throws in that sanguine word. It throws it's... in – and then we can like we could go somewhere with that. We could um, no, you're saying sangria is a, a fruity wine drink, which I think we would could pair cook well. With it, that's what I'm saying, right? Right. I I don't know if anybody ever has, but it doesn't mean you can't. Well, somebody had to. If you use sherry, right, you should be able to use. Like, but but it, it it's more like because it's because it's mixed. Uh, so okay. it'd be like I'm cooking with a martini as opposed to cooking with you know vodka. Ah, got it. Okay. You could. I don't see why you couldn't, but it just I, I feel like you need to. It'd probably be one of those things you do in a meat more than a pasta. <laughs> Maybe. Um. Anyway, well that that went nowhere. Um. <laughs> <laughs> basically, funny. you get linguini and you pour blood on it and you get a sanguini. Um. <laughs> but they're vampires. But now. whatever you do, don't cook that blood. <laughs> Just like process it with heat before you, whatever you do, just make sure you process it with heat, but don't cook it. <laughs> Shut up. If you cook it, you'll ruin it. And the only way to get the real flavor is if you process it with heat. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> okay, whatever you were going after that, continue. <laughs> Vampires. Oh yeah, vampires! Right, I we didn't want talk to get about over that. I was just like, it. let's talk about pasta. <laughs> there are um, vampires in the Harry Potter world, and the world the this game is something has changed. I've no, it hasn't because like we've talked about there being vampires in the in the world since book two at minimum. Sure, because one of Gilderoy Lockhart's books is about, or one of the stories he tells is about vampires. Sure, and I asked you, is this crazy? Are there real vampires? Is he can because he talks about yetis, he talks about vampires, and I'm like, are these things real? And you were like. Well, there's a vampire later, so we know vampires exist. Uh, I don't know if we see a yeti later, but if he's if one of these things is correct, that it it doesn't stand. It stands to reason they could all be correct. So we've had I've had this understanding since yes. book two at least. Sure, the understanding. But now it's moment. in practice. We've studied for the test, now. and it's here. Yeah, but it's also now it's boring because he's just a guy who sits at a party and then like occasionally walks towards a group of girls and gets smacked down from another guy and then it's done. But the implications, the ramifications, the echoes of this will extend it, far out into the world. Will they? Because no. I, I don't I don't understand. No, that's any my more point. This is oh, it. This is point. all this is... all we ever see of this character. Was all we ever hear about it, this character. No, not just this character, but the entire idea of vampires. Yes, it's a one note and rice riff. But the girls being into the vampire. I hate it. <laughs> That's all I, I wanted. It, it's like, I, I imagine he looks like the shame wizard, too. So, like. Oh, 
But he already played the werewolf, though. What? The Shame Wizards, voiced by David Thewlis. Who is? R- Remus Lupin, in the movies. Oh, okay, well... I'm just saying he looks like the Shame Wizard. I was just I just wanted to, I just wanted to brag about that poll. I don't see why David Thewlis couldn't do double duty as the werewolf and the vampire. It'd be great. It'd be fantastic. Maybe often maybe, when I walk my dogs, maybe. they do double duty. Hold on, hold on. I got it. I fucking got it. Hope you do. J.K. Rowling's been asked, and she's she's been like, oh, oh, that's clever. You thought of that. Um, she's been asked, does Remus Lupin have a brother named Romulus? Remus that's, and Romulus. That's clever. That's clever. We're not done yet, my friend. Then don't stare at me like you expect me to get it. Just I, thought, I thought I thought I painted the picture for you clearly. I need to further elucidate, and I shall. I understand the Roman Hold myth. On. Romulus and Remus. They could be of twin the brothers. Wolf cubs. One could be raised a by wolf. wolves. The other one could have been turned into a vampire. Why? Where's Where's Rome? Italy. What? Italy. Italy. Sanguini. What? <laughs> this is the worst Pepe Silvia. <laughs> it's all connected. Remus Lupin has a twin brother named Romulus who was turned into a vampire in Italy, where he then adopted the nom de guerre Sanguini in honor of his new dark homeland. <laughs> No. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Or not. Uh, sorry. I, I think it's... I, I'm sorry. Hold on. I can do this better. <laughs> wow. No. That That's amazing. The, uh... I just... The... Holy ghost. I, That's I should, so incredible. I should, I should write my own Harry Potter fanfic. That theory has me so excited that my blood is processing with heat. <laughs> This is how the greatest fanfic not, ever happened. It's not boiling. God it's processing it. with heat. Yeah, I deserve that. I did. I did. I deserve that. Um, uh, my last note was, I just liked the little bit of writing that Slughorn seemed to reach out and scoop Snape out of thin air. It was a magic I, trick. I liked... The That's way cool. she did write this, the 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 atmosphere of the party was written very well. Like I like mm-hmm. that idea of like you know like, uh, I like how Harry keeps seeing Hermione as a like a a, a cloud of brown hair or something. Right. She she says it something weird like that where it's like she just sort of darts past and he sees like this shape as opposed to like her face and he's like I know what that shape is. I'm gonna go after it. And you know what? I'm actually gonna have an impromptu note real quick just because we gave it a little bit of service earlier. This is where. Uh, Luna's great scene where she says something insane and it just pauses the conversation. Harry snorts his mead. Right. We did talk about that though. We did talk. Well, I'm saying, but this is where it happens. Oh yes. Um, Just further fun writing. Yeah, it was great. Luna's great. Like I, every time I read Luna, I'm like, she's great. I just like, I, I, I wish she gets, she is such a waste. Of mm-hmm. a well-written character, mm-hmm. let me rephrase. She is wasted as a well-written character, because she or, or a, a rich character. She's fun. Right. She's interesting. She says crazy shit. She's incredibly loyal. Um and and 
doesn't bring any drama to anything. But like for some reason, Harry's like, we're just going as friends. <laughs> Look at the ideas. I, don't want you to get... I know you want all this. I don't. I don't get the wrong idea. Uh, I'm doing you like, a favor. I, like I have any sort of value for you as a person. No. Um, you're a placeholder. Sure you're you a stopgap. You're a literal zero. Yeah. You're actually. Uh, you're you're a wall blocking off all this other like desperate strange from getting at me, and I am. I would just rather take the person I have so little regard for I wouldn't even consider a romantic relationship with. It's you or a broom. Yeah, I've already ridden the broom. <laughs> um I've made I, I don't I feel like I, I haven't made it uh am, ambiguous that I think Harry's a monster, so pardon me <laughs> if I give him all the monstrous thoughts. No, it's fine. By by I mean, clearly the the rules of the world are Harry feels what we feel, not vice versa. So if you feel he's a monster, he's a monster. Yeah. Um yeah. Um, do you want to say anything about uh the Snape and Draco thing? Are you done with notes? Yeah, I'm done with notes. Okay. Um, do you want to say anything I mean, about Snape and Draco? Nothing really stood out to me because it just seemed like it was gonna it was it was furthering the plots. Do you have something? Well, I mean, it is Harry probably getting some sort of confirmation about his theories about uh, Draco and Snape. Like, mm-hmm. I have a feeling he's going to be even more uh, insolent about his theories mm-hmm. oh, coming up. That's, we will spend some time in the next three chapters touching on this from Harry's point of view. Yes. Great. <laughs> um... That's all I have. Um, okay. There might there might be more Quidditch. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. Um, I mean, you can't just have one game. You got to have, what, four? At least. Uh, so, like, that doesn't surprise me, but it... I guess I should have expected this. This is the last book we get Quidditch in, though, because we don't get any in the next one, right? Correct. Well, there you go. Like, it's happening. It's just par for the course. Is there a Quidditch phrase that means par for the course? Uh, Quaffle for the bludger. <laughs> sure. You know? You Snitch for the it. pitch. Snitch for the pitch? Uh... Yeah, you know, you uh, beat her for the chase. Nice. Or, beat her to the chase. All right. Um, that brings us to a new word alert. New word alert. I might have one today. Whoa. But it depends on if you have mine. <laughs> oh, it, it's possible. So what is your new word? All right, you ready? Only have this one new word, so here you go. Secateur. Secateur. <laughs> that was also mine. Yeah, um, I saw it and I thought, contextually, I feel like I know what this word is. Um, oh, yeah, I was sure. Like, I, should, I should just look it up. So, yeah, pruning shears. Pruning shears, usually used in plural, 
chiefly British. Nice. Why is it chiefly British when we have police chiefs in America? Why isn't it lieutenantly British? Or Bobby British? Yeah. I just lieutenant sounds, it's fun to say. Is that a cop thing, though, or is that like a military thing? I thought lieutenant I, I just didn't want to say Indian chief, okay? Well, I mean, you could have and still been more Britishly accurate. Not, no, the other ones. The... I was just I was trying to think of the India? only kind of chief in America, because that was my argument, that wasn't, you know, Indian. No, I'm saying you could have made, you could have gone for the uh, racist, like, quadruple, quadruplet, <laughs> with hitting British, America, Native Americans, and uh, Indians. Well, I all didn't. All in one thing. I didn't. God damn it, that's good. I didn't think about it. No, you didn't. I'm like, t- this is why you, that's why you need writing partners. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, He's like, yeah, one person only has so many synapses they can connect, but if you have five people, it can be, hey. it's like popcorn. After, after this, we'll write a novel together. I don't want to write a novel. You can write part of a novel. Novels have been done. No, that's true. Something See, new. He's trying to make a pun on the word novel. It's, it's, yeah, novel it's, means, it means yeah. new. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um... Sometimes you don't just need a writing partner. You also just need to be funny. <laughs> so mean. I was talking about me. I'm trying to. T- oh. I'm talking. I'm not even talking. I'm not talking about you. Mm-hmm. I'm the one who made the bad joke. Um, do you have anything else you want to say to our our listeners? I don't. Have uh, you looked ahead at the chapters for next time? Um, I think we could still do three. Oh yeah, but I mean, are you enticed by their titles? Are you excited? Oh no, I didn't look at that. Oh, should I read them to you? Um, if you want, would that spoil anything? I don't know. Will it? Let's find out together. A very frosty Christmas. A sluggish memory. Birthday surprises. Oh, God. <laughs> Can we just do another episode right now? <laughs> if we both if we both read the three chapters right now, we can do another episode as soon as possible because I just cannot wait. As soon as we get off this, this phone call. Stream live. Oh, man. I'm, I'm going to read it, and then I'm going to call you back, and you're going to be like, oh. I'm sleeping. I'm like, well, you you better wake yourself up, young man, because we've got a podcast to do. Well then, until next so, time. No, we have nothing yeah, else. No. Okay, <laughs> okay. Um, well, I, I, that was Death Readers. I'm Doug. I'm Rob. Thanks for listening. Thank you. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, or wherever you get your podcasts. These reviews help new listeners find us and join the discussion. Follow us on Twitter and like our new Facebook page for Death Readers News. Become a patron at Patreon slash Death Readers. And please discuss us extensively on Reddit. Oh my god. You know, if I have to explain every bit to you, this is not going to go well. At this point, it's like pulling long teeth. (laughs) I get that, because we are long in the tooth, as you said earlier.
Doug, was Doug like crying? You guys are so funny. Not intentionally. Wiping the tears from his eyes. Yes. In hilarity. Yes. Wow! Can't wait for episode fifty-three. Fifty-three. Around the oh, uh, the sing the sanguini mark. <laughs> the sanguini mark. <laughs>